Chapter 1 It was the second time in a little under fifteen minutes that the power had gone out at the church, and it was noticeably darker this time, almost too dark for the hour. Brooke paused, waiting for the lights to come back on as they had before, and stared at the three strange shadows that hovered against the Fellowship Hall's vaulted ceiling. Something about them seemed alive. She glanced over at her five-year-old son, Alexander, and lowered her earbuds, noticing the howling wind had stopped. You okay, buddy? I'm not even scared, Alex said bravely. He gave her a reassuring smile and waved the small rag he liked to use when he helped his mother dust. Brooke turned off her iPod and then pressed the vacuum's power button a few times. Nothing happened. She shook her head and looked back up at the ceiling. The shadows had somehow become one. The weatherman on the morning news had said they may be getting some storms, but when she, Alex, and Charlie had come up from the house to clean, only plump white clouds and a relatively bright sun filled the southeast Michigan sky. But it had been windy, really windy. And now the wind was gone. It's too dark, Alex whispered. Charlie is going to be scared. You'll be okay, baby, she said. The lights will come back on soon. But the sky just did some big thunder, Alex said. You couldn't hear it with your music on your head. That changes things. Charlie, she yelled, taking Alex's hand and heading quickly across the room toward the tall double doors that separated them from the sanctuary. Even though Charlie was thirty-eight years old and big as a tree, thunder absolutely terrified him. Even with his familiarity with the church, all his safe places had surely been erased by the darkness and terror, flooding his small mind. She opened the doors and walked into the sanctuary. It was dark, but not nearly as dark as the fellowship hall. It was perfectly quiet. Charlie, Brooke said, glancing up toward the front of the church. She heard nothing, but could feel Alex pulling on her pant leg. Look, Mom, he said. She turned, and her eyes followed his little index finger, pointing at the two paned glass doors that served as the main entrance. Brooke squinted and cocked her head to the side. She had never seen the sky that color before. She took his hand again, walked to the doors, then leaned against one to push it open. It was deadly still outside. The air was thick and had a strange smell to it. The clouds were now a dark gray and the sky behind them an eerie crayon green, casting down a steady shadow of the same color over everything she could see. We better take cover, Brooke whispered, holding the door. She gazed out at the fifteen-foot wooden cross, centered on the church's front lawn. Beyond the woods, she could hear spirited rolls of thunder approaching off the shore of Lake Erie. There was no way in the world Charlie would ever come out here let alone try to make it over to the house. I want to go back inside, Alex said, letting go of his mother's hand and wrapping his arms around her leg. Brooke took a deep breath and tilted her head up again to stare at the sky, wondering how much time they had. She looked down the hill at the house, which now seemed so far away. More thunder sounded in the distance, louder this time. Charlie, Alex shouted. There was panic in his small voice. 
Brooke looked back over her shoulder into the church. She leaned her head against the door and waited for Charlie to jump up from between two pews, as he'd done hundreds of times before during hide-and-seek. He won't come out, ma'am, Alex said. You know how he is when he's scared. He has to be around here somewhere, Brooke said, taking one more look outside. She picked her son up and stepped back into the church, letting the door close behind them. We have to find him fast, Alex. She walked along the length of the back pew and stopped when they hit the center aisle. Brooke could see the push sweeper lying on the floor up near the pulpit. Charlie had obviously abandoned it when he heard the first hint of thunder. Brooke put Alex back on his feet and tried to listen for Charlie. She looked back at the main entrance. It had clearly gotten darker, and beyond the door's plated glass, lightning flickered gently, as if God were flashing the porch light for someone who had just missed his driveway. Charlie, Brooke yelled again. Charlie, Alex echoed. They turned and slowly made their way up the main aisle, taking turns calling Charlie's name and looking for him in the darkness between the pews. Maybe he did make it down to the house, Brooke said, glancing back at the front doors. The sky had gone from green to black.